Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. So if we go back to humans prior to the Industrial Revolution, we primarily only relied on burning wood. That was the fossil fuel that we used. And the Industrial Revolution taught us that we could use coal and natural gas and oil to provide power that has made society who we are today. I am really interested in moving away from those energy resources and I spend a lot of time surveying the landscape, surveying industry, surveying government sources around the world to understand the economics of what drives energy transitions. So if you go backwards in time to the Industrial Revolution, you can see that we cycled through use of coal, then we added oil, then we added natural gas, and the reason that those came into the market at different times is it took scientists to figure out how we actually use those resources to make something that improved society. Moving forward, we now know that our use of those fossil fuel energy resources has had a significant negative impact on Earth's environment. We know this over the last 50 years since the first Earth Day, which was ideated by students at the University of Michigan and Berkeley and other campuses around the world. And so we know we now have to transition. So what I do is try and forecast as best I can using published data what future energy resources will consume. And then I use that information to build my own research program which the government and private industry really like because we're helping them ensure that we can find those resources moving forward. So when we think about turning electricity on, we turn the lights on, we use our smartphone, we use our computer, it takes resources to make all of that available to society. Projecting into the future, if we imagine rebuilding our energy grid, transitioning from combustion engine vehicles to vehicles that run on electricity, such as the Tesla or the Volt, if we imagine a world where we don't use natural gas to heat our homes and heat our hot water and generate electricity and we continue to see a decline in coal, then that necessitates that we find the resources in order to build a fully electric infrastructure that does not rely on fossil fuels. So I feel really fortunate at this time that we are making that transition and my graduate students and I get to work on the front lines with colleagues at the United States Geological Survey, funding from the National Science Foundation as part of a congressional mandate to make sure we have a sustainable supply of what the United States Congress terms critical energy metals. The biggest change for my research program personally in my 15 years as a faculty member, and, and it's driven primarily by the increased use of wind turbines and solar panels, is the need for increased resource availability of rare earth metals copper and gold and silver, which are required to build, among other things, the magnets and the transmission lines, the generators that we need to actually convert wind and incoming solar radiation to electricity and provide that to society. And that is something that some predicted in the 80s and 90s would eventually happen. Now what we're seeing around the world in almost every market is solar and wind are now the cheapest ways of generating electricity. So economics is driving our transition. And that means that mining companies and government agencies are more concerned about finding rare earth metals, copper, gold, the resources that physically make the infrastructure to deliver that electricity. The resources 
that are our built environments, so our shared built environment, they don't grow on trees. So we think of apples and peaches growing on trees and we go to an orchard and we pick those and we don't see the fertilizer, we don't see the rain that is actually the resource to grow that particular fruit. But the resources that we need to make the transition to an energy infrastructure that relies completely on renewable energy resources such as wind and solar, those resources have to be mined. And that is a really difficult proposition for some people to come to terms with because historically there was a tremendous amount of pushback against mining in toto, that there should be zero mining anywhere on earth. But we now know that the only way to build wind turbines, to build solar panels, to build electric vehicle cars, the only way to do that is that we have to mine the resources uh, and, and so it requires mining. And I think that that is something that a lot of people are resistant to understanding. You know, we all look at a Tesla and we have to be impressed that that's a vehicle that never has to be taken to a gas station. You simply plug it into a socket, electrons flow into the batteries, and then you can drive 400 miles without having to recharge that vehicle. But when we think of the resources, lithium and other resources that are used to make those batteries. We know they come from six continents. Antarctica is the only continent where mining is banned by international agreement. So that Tesla contains resources that come from six continents and all of those resources were mined in South America, North America, Europe, Asia, Africa and Australia. And so we have to push against mining companies, push against industry to make sure that they are employing not just the best practices that they can, but constantly improving their practices to make sure that the environmental degradation associated mining, with mining is, uh, is as close to zero as possible. Um, but we have to accept that mining is a reality moving forward. I think it's important for people to recognize and appreciate that over the next 50 years, we can work towards and anticipate making Earth even better for my grandchildren than my grandparents made it for us following the mass outpouring of support for a better environment in 1970. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.